Welcome to Let's Get Into It. The podcast where we get into relationships, careers, and community. I'm Katrina Joe, And I'm Sarah. And we are your hosts. So let's get into it. Ladies, gentlemen, welcome to the colorful world of Skittles. Skittles brings you a jolt of five fruity flavors in every bite, giving you the chance to taste the rainbow like never before. Break free from the ordinary day-to-day with the help of Skittles Chewy Candy. Skittles is a must in my candy jar. Movie snack, even my secret to an afternoon pick-me-up. And I don't even care who knows it. Add a splash of joy to your day with Skittles. There's nothing better than fruity fun that tickles your taste buds. Taste the rainbow. All right, I am super excited to talk about (laughs) our very first guest of our new phase of let's get into it okay so I met this girl a couple years back when I was still a part of team Hennessy Los Angeles we had a team Hennessy summit in Austin Texas okay we're we're meeting everyone of the brand we're going through different workshops and we see this bomb woman walk in and we're like who is that because we were thinking, you know, is she going to be a new member of Team Hennessy? Like, oh, yes. <laughs> is she part of, you know, brand team? Like, who is this? And she's like, oh, I'm actually one of the guest speakers of the weekend. And we were like, yes, <laughs> we can relate. We know she's about to come with some fire. And she ended up being one of our keynote speakers, uh, putting us through this workshop, talking about all things branding, social media not only, you know, branding that had to do with Hennessy, but also personal branding and how it relates. So I'm super, super excited to get into some very um, interesting topics with our girl, Jakaya today. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Thank you for the intro. That's so nice. I love that. That was, I loved, I loved meeting you. And I remember a quick story as well. Like we were compiling all of the information for the deck and they gave us all your Instagrams. And I'm like, who is this KJ? Like, I'm, and then they're like, can you put less pictures of her in the deck? Cause she's like everywhere. And I'm like, but she has like the best content. So no. I'm a little bit my job. I love it. So I already kind of stalked you. Um, before before I showed up so I, I had a little bit of information on you guys well that was amazing um so I'm happy to be here thank you for having me ladies yeah, yes of course. Course. thank you for joining us we are super super excited and can you just give us a little background on yourself and all of the amazing things that you do yeah so my spiel keeps getting longer and longer <laughs> we, love, uh, we love that and literally my job is to help people be concise about their, their brands and their offers. So I think that's so funny, but I am Jakaya Brown Chow. I am the founder and CEO of the JBT agency, which is a digital marketing agency that is bespoke and tailored to entrepreneurs, um, small businesses, brands, and just people that are really trying to live at the intersection between ease and business growth. So obviously I've worked with, with um, Katrina uh, Hennessy and then We really empower small entrepreneurs, people that are getting started to grow their brands and their businesses, because we know that for women of color, Black women in specific, we don't really get a lot of funding. We we have the talent, but we don't know how to organize it in a business. Um, So we just launched our 11th cohort of the Brand Bootcamp, which is a program that we've graduated 100 brands and we reached a million dollars in collective revenue um, from all the brands. So that's 
chipping at our goal to infusing a billion dollars into the black community through entrepreneurship. That's amazing. That is incredible. And where are you based again? Yes. And I'm a nomad. I'm digital. <laughs> I can work remote and I just be all over the place. So yes. right now I'm in Dakar, Senegal, um, which is where I live most of the year by the beach. Um, but I'm between here, New York, LA, North Carolina, where I'm from. Um, I'm in Europe a lot as well, Dubai. So you know, I really have this notion of creating a life of ease. And that was something that was not intuitive to me because I've been like a hustler and grind and like work hard. And I'm really trying to practice being more easeful and having more grace. And I think that travel life has slowed me down a little bit because the way that people work and live, especially in Africa on the continent, like it's a completely different vibe than in U.S., and that's helped me to kind of like ground myself and not be so crazy. I'm still like a New York. I, I mean, I started my career in New York, so um, I still have that in my blood. But like slowing down, living in Dakar has really helped me um, have balance. I love that's, that. You you got the globe covered, okay? <laughs> and traveling, that's so true because I feel like I travel all the time. I love going to Europe. And it's, there's something about like watching the way that the locals live, that you yes. start living that way while you're there. And every yeah. time I'm home, I'm like, I can be less up about something. Or if I have to change the schedule around, it's just fine because it's fine um, the way that it works everywhere else in the world, but here. Literally, like yeah. the Europeans got it down. Like they take the whole month of August off. Yes. yes, our Maison office is in France in all of August. And I, I want to say one of the end months, so March or May, they do it as well. Where oh. they, they are just on vacation. Shut down. Yeah. Yeah. It's a they, don't, they don't play. It's like, I nope. Love it. Yeah. That's great. So trying to infuse a little bit more of that, like, obviously we have goals and things that we want to accomplish. And I think as women in general, we, we feel like we have to prove ourselves and work 10 times harder and all those things, but it's like, no, like we, we're the most educated group of people. We're the most qualified. It's like, I, you know what? I'm not even going this hard. I'm a, my 20% is probably most people's a hundred. So I'm gonna chill a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And our spending power, female spending power, girl. Yes. And you touched on your campaign. Is it called Hustle to Eat? What is it called? Yes. Hustle to Ease. Um, that's the that. Thank you. I love that. I actually am like, I'm like getting goosebumps because just yesterday I was talking to one of my coworkers just about like, is there a way to also have like the corporate life, right? And in, in the corporate career, but also live this soft girl life that, you know, everyone talks about. Yeah. yeah. Love how you just, you know, hustle to ease. I just, I think it's, I think it's brilliant. I think it fuses those two together. You can have both, you know what I yeah. mean? I yeah. Know. I think it's seasons, right? Like no matter if you're a business owner in corporate or both, like I think understanding the seasons where you need to, be scrappy, go harder, do all the things. And then you have to make sure that there's a season for ease or rest to reap the benefits. Like we're not going to be here forever. The whole when I'm retired thing is like obsolete. So I think it's just setting boundaries like with your business and the workplace. And it's like, these things are off limit. Living my soft girl life. Like, cause what are they going to say? What are they, <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> what, what are they going to say? They're going to say, get to work. No, 
<laughs> yeah, in two weeks. Yeah, in the one right here. Right now I'm chilling. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Um, so yeah, like so this actually my brand actually started um when I was in corporate. So I was working for big beauty companies. They know who they are. But um, <laughs> And I love, I love them. I love my bosses and things, but one of the things that's so funny that I had to do was like towards the end when I was traveling a lot and building my brand and stuff, I, I just like deleted them off Instagram and or muted or hid them from my stories and stuff because they would see that I was in Dubai or here or there. And they're like, why are you taking all this PTO? And I'm like, because it's <laughs> yeah. Why are you like stalking my stories? I'm off. Right. Right. So this is a boundary. (laughs) I learned that a long time ago. And it's like your bosses don't need to see your Instagram and know what you're doing at every second because it's just the blurred lines are not healthy. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. And speaking of blurred lines, so with everything that you do and also your campaign and, and brand of hustle to ease, how do you or how did you get to your work life balance? yeah I think it's always a work in progress like I'm a type a I'm the first daughter grandchild child great-grandchild I'm an Aries um and I'm a projector from the human design standpoint so basically what all those things have in common we don't know how to stop and it's a problem. Um, I'm self-aware now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I understand that this is a problem. Um, and so for me, it's something I have to actively work on and make sure that it is written down. The, the blocks are blocked on my calendar. And I know that sounds kind of psychotic, but like for a personality like me, like you have to schedule it in because we're not going to do it until our body starts breaking down. So um, similar to, you know, the M months and in August with the French companies, I also take most of all of the month of April off my birthday month. So can't find me, see you. Um, so last month <laughs> we went to, uh, Bali, not last month, last April, May, we went to Bali, Singapore for six weeks. Um, and so I, it, that was hard, like to cut off and to yeah. not not post. I mean, I'm talking about all the things, um, but it was mandatory. Like I needed that. So I think taking these long rest periods are like how I rejuvenate. And then I can come back and then have a a season of hustle. So I came back and I basically took like April, May, June, July slow. (laughs) And then I came back in end of July and we launched um, the brand bootcamp hustle to ease. And we kind of went hard. Sales are hard right now with the economy. And, um, you know, a lot of people are being laid off and struggling. So we had to go harder and our team had to work harder. So all of August and most of September was more like our hustle sprint. Um, And now we're on a rest period, which is the rest of September to October. And then October is our hustle sprint. So we we do this thing of like sprints, six weeks on, six weeks off. And then um, that to me, that's how I find balance. Like I'm not a person that could be like, every Monday off because that's not realistic for me. Right. So I have a question when you're working with brands or business owners, entrepreneurs, and your season of, of rest is approaching. Is there (laughs) someone at your company that like takes over when you're away or do the brands kind of follow suit with your ease time and you're incorporating that same schedule with your clients. And then they're starting to understand the same concept. 
Yes. So because I've been in this game for over 10 years, like I know the cadence of the market. I know when the budgets close. I know when the launches launch. I know when the plannings are happening. So I've basically tried my best. Like it's not always going to work, but to yeah. fit my schedule around like the market and when launch time is. So everyone's like back to school launching as far as like proper launches in September, yeah. October. So you know people are ramping up and yeah. then everyone feels like they need to scram as far as a um, entrepreneur because it's like, oh shoot. I didn't get anything done this year and it's October. Um, you know, businesses make 50% of their revenue in Q4. So it's just one quarter of the year, they make almost all of their revenue. So we know that Q3 to Q4 is going to be rough. It's going to be, it's going to be on. And then, you know, January, we come down a little bit. So I try to time it with the market, but there are some times when I have to, to step in. I mean, I am the founder. My face is on the door, you know, on the brand. My name's on the door. Right. So if anyone has to come off the break, it's going to be me because I really empower my team to take time off. So they were off all of July and most of August. So I had to just step in because they were like, this is my boundary. And, and yeah. I that's what I stand for in my company and in, in my own personal life. So I can't say like, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. And you also mentioned like with your personality type, you don't know how to stop. So I think with people that don't know how to stop and that need to always, you know, be productive or have something going on, what you touched on earlier in regards to scheduling mm -hmm. time off, it still makes it feel as if like, okay, I am, I have to now, or this yes. month I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. You're not just completely like, you know, even though you may be completely just laying at by a beach for two days or whatever, but it's scheduled, you know what I mean? So you have something to look forward to. It's still a it's part routine. of routine. Yes, exactly. Which I think is a great way to kind of fit in the work-life balance where yes. you're seeing that discipline that may come from work and applying it to your, your personal needs and like your self-care. Preparation. Like that's the thing. It's like, if you're going to be successful or you want to be successful in your career or entrepreneurship, you have to prepare. Can you anticipate everything? No, but like right. some degree of preparation, you know, transitioning things to other team members, interns, assistants, whatever, like you can't just leave things as they are and walk away. And I think that's why people, especially in the corporate world, feel like they can't take breaks. It's like, well, then who will do it? And like, it's a fire and it's going to blow up. But it's like, no, Sally got it. It and she's the intern she has to learn um and that is one thing I appreciate from from starting my career in the ultimate boot camp which is L'Oreal um to me is that they taught me that like interns should be empowered I started as an intern at 20 years old they have me doing everything and in August they bring on the interns because they know all the senior management is gone um, so I was running meetings I was I was doing things that I had never done before but they were like good luck you'll be fine and you're not going to die and the business is going to succeed and for me that's a valuable lesson of like delegating mm. even if they're young and they don't know you gonna learn today basically <laughs> delegating is scary you know I think that's something that's probably really hard especially for entrepreneurs because when it's your baby right it's like you've put everything into this thing. Yeah. You're going to trust this other person. What, you know, and that concept, even though it's so important and it's so helpful for the next, 
you know, wave of entrepreneurs <laughs> to come and have that understanding. It's, it's so scary. You know, I think that that's yeah. a, that's a great thing to learn early, especially like you said, it was something you learned from your personal experience and now you're carrying it into your career and the way that you mentor. Yeah, it's, it's trust, right? Like even with my clients, I build relationships with my team, you build relationships. So like you guys have a relationship, if, you know, Katrina needs to step out or whatever, like if there's a trust factor and like, are people going to mess up? Of course we're human, but it's also like you empower them and allow them to make mistakes. And then you just say, Hey girl, like actually it was supposed to be like this. And I'm not a stranger or like scared of double emailing. Like I will just go back and be like, sorry, oops. Like subject line, oops, we made a mistake. And and I think when you can just own up to that, you just are more real. Like you're, we're humans. Yes. We made a mistake. Like one of my clients, our entire document got deleted on Thursday, five minutes before the call. And I was flipping out and Brian on my team is like, calm down, rechannel your energy. And we just let her know, like the tech wasn't teching. It got deleted. We'll have it back to you, you know, by Tuesday. And she was like, girl, it's cool. Like, I trust you. Right. So I think trust is important in anything. I was going to say building that trust, because if they didn't, they'd be like, um, you are unprepared. Are we really going to get this stuff? But having yeah. a relationship there was clutch. And even mm-hmm. for entrepreneurs that, you know, are able to delegate and to, and that have things in order and whatnot, similar to, we, we touched on this earlier, Sarah, in regards to like the rebrand. Like sometimes I feel like when entrepreneurs are going at something for so long, you know, it may be a couple of years or even a couple of months, they may hit a wall, right? Or they may feel like oh, yeah. it's no longer resonating with them, whether they are, you know, structured, delegating all of the things. What would you say to entrepreneurs that are listening on like, just how to stay motivated yeah, in your know, business and kind of in your, in your day-to-day? Yes. Um, so there's this quote that's been going around social media a lot, which I think the reason why it's going viral is because it's so true. It's like discipline, like when motivation gives out, discipline kicks in, like motivation is only going to take you, but so far you can only be self-motivated or externally motivated by money, money. You can always add another zero. So when are you going to stop? Never. I mean, look at the billionaires in the world. Like they're never going to stop and it's it's toxic to an extent, right? So for me, it's like just discipline and consistency. And as you said before, I know this thing is scheduled. I know it has to be done. I don't feel like doing it, but I'm going to check it off and get it done because I know that it will lead to the next thing. So I think one is discipline, two is consistency, and three which I tell all my clients, basically anyone who will listen, it's got to be bigger than you. Like Mm. you can take the eyes, the knees and the you out of it. And you realize what you're doing is impacting. Like I told you guys about our vision and how we want to inject a billion dollars into the black community. Like that will re-motivate me. Even just saying that to you guys before I'm tired, but I was like, yeah, actually we are doing it. So let me kick back into gear and and that's because it's beyond myself and my own bank account my own ego but it's like if I think about you know my mother my grandmother and and the people who inspire me and like my ancestors and how hard they've worked for me it's just like in a way I have it easy I think and it's like why not 
um, be go out there and be great. So I know a lot of that is like just DNA and, and makeup. So if you don't have that, find someone who does as a mentor yeah. um, and kind of get under their wing because it, it is something that can be learned. I believe that you can learn motivation and discipline and consistency, but it, it, it may not come naturally to you. So you need to find other ways to, to gain that. I love that. And, and <laughs> having it be bigger than yourself is like key because I feel like sometimes entrepreneurs or, or, you know, especially with like influencers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to be this. I want to be on this campaign. I want to be on TV. I want to be whatever. But like you said, when it serves a bigger purpose, whether it's community, whether it's, you know, helping entrepreneurs secure monetary funds, whatever it may be that's bigger than yourself, that is going to keep you going on days where we all have them. All day, right. where we're yes, like, girl. Girl, I ain't got it today. <laughs> I ain't got it. And that's okay. Like you also need to honor those days and be like, I just don't have it. I, I know what I'm working towards. But that'll allow you to rest and get back up. Because if you don't have that, why you just gonna stay rested and you may slip into, you know, depression or self-doubt or beating your beating yourself up because there's nothing on the other end of that. I ain't got it. I'm just gonna chill today. Bet you didn't know this. One in eight people have worked at McDonald's. That's right. They went to McDonald's for a job and found so much more that was too good to pass up. Like McDonald's online high school program where over 82,000 people received access to education. And McDonald's Archway to Opportunity, where many have developed business and entrepreneurial skills. Think about it. With McDonald's, there's a lot of power in one in eight. One in eight have worked at McDonald's, and where you start stays with you. Um, So write it. Like, I have sticky notes. I have things everywhere that remind me. First of all, remind me of who I am, Jakaya. You are the daughter of, you are the sister of, you are someone who's done this. You're first generation, you're first person to go to college in your family first, all these things, first person to travel out of the country. I affirm myself and I have it right here. I've done this before. I can do it again. My value is 10 times the dollar of any program I run. Consistency and authenticity, authenticity is key. Nurture relationships. So I love it. You know, um, Writing is powerful. Writing and reminding and affirming because we that's why I say hustle to ease is we've already hustled. Yeah. It's like remind yourself, sis, who you are because you don't need another accolade or credential or something to validate you, a like, a viral reel. Like you've already done all the things, like rest in that and then rejuvenate and, and self-motivate again. But it's hard. This question is always so hard for me because I feel like I make it sound easy and I know it's not, I know it's not. No, I mean, you just invigorated me, okay? I know, I feel like I'm like, wait, I need to, I, I have all these whiteboards that are yes. empty. I'm like, I need to fill those with inspirational quotes and reminders. Like, what am I fill doing? I'm bored, who am I? Writing these things down, you rereading them is is changing your self-talk to yourself, right? And I feel like, especially Correct. entrepreneurs, it is so easy, like you said, to fall into that slip of like doubt or like, this isn't good enough or mm-hmm. this isn't going viral or are we actually hitting our consumers the right, whatever it is, mm-hmm. sit there and just kind of train your own thoughts personally, mm-hmm. but also in your business journey. I'm like, girl, just I- just five things you read off. I was like, yes. Every time. <laughs> Everyone, I'm like, 
every time. I, you, yes, I want to read that with you every day. Okay. Okay. Yes. I used to do affirmations every morning. Like I had them written. Like I was like, this yes. is this is it. And I don't know where they are. Like, <laughs> them behind something. Like where are your affirmations? Yes. How are you not reminding yourself who the f you are? Yeah. In you LA, in LA, in LA I had it. I had it written in lipstick on my mirror. Like I, I love, love that. that. Yeah. Every morning I like got right in the shower, got ready, and I had my like two sentences that. Yeah, somewhere you will see it, whether it's your phone, background, like we're on our screens all day. I think that's another thing, like my whole thing is delete, unfollow, mute. Like you don't need to be following everybody because that was the, the best. That are doing good in your eyes and so successful and you're comparing yourself, like they're struggling too. And if that person is, I have people that I really love and admire, but I've muted them on my timeline because it's not healthy for me to, to sit there and be like, oh, well, she does this and she looks like this and she has this and she has this opportunity. Like, why am I doing that to myself? What's for me yeah. is for me. So social media can be toxic. I think you have to be able to use that tool very wisely because otherwise it could be the demise of motivation discipline because you open it up and you're like, I, I have my affirmations. I was so good. And then, yes. It's yeah. <laughs> well, and it's right. also, when it comes to social media, it's also wondering like the authenticity of that person, because it's like, okay, you're seeing all the good, like, you know, they have a bad day. I love it. When you see crazy on about social media. <laughs> I love when I see people post about stuff and I'm like, thank you. You're human. Like yeah. it's nice to see that. Yeah. It's just not the thing that's going to go viral, which is like, people are so caught up in these metrics. And again, my whole thing is what is your 150 year vision? What is that legacy when you're dead and gone? And if you tell someone 150 years from now, something about Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, they can really like, right. say what? Like kids us when we say MySpace. They're like, well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's like, if we already have that in our generation that people don't even know, um, I, I remember there was this kid that was like, we, we were like, get the Polaroid. And he was like, what's that? So, you know, oh my God. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And they even came back and you still don't know. So it's like, okay. So yeah. my point is, is like, all of these things are temporary. They're irrelevant. And, and in the grand scheme of things, you know, the way that I talk about my great grandmother, my great, great grandmother, I'm not talking about an app or like things like that. And I think that's right. so important of trying to remove that. I know it's a part of our everyday fabric, but like zoom out a little bit and stop being so obsessed over these vanity metrics that basically are just set in place for like Instagram to keep us on the app so they can make money. Absolutely. <laughs> so I want to touch on something because you've mentioned um, the strong women in your family well, a few times during the conversation. Mm -hmm. So obviously they're really important to you. I'm not sure if they're going to be the person you say for this, but who do you think has been the most influential like in your career, whether it be outside of, of the industry or, or in yeah. the industry? I know. I think about that so much. Um, and it, it's hard to just name one person. I think I draw inspiration from different people. So yes, my, my, my family, I think knowing who you are and being grounded and rooted in where you come from is something that won't waver. And I think I need that reminding every day. Um, so to seek someone external is, is hard, like to be the first on the list. Cause I'm like, I, I have yeah. to be reminded 
of my roots. Like it, that's just what it is. I come from a, a lineage of strong black women and they've defied all the odds. So I remind myself like what I'm doing is not as hard as what they've gone through. Um, so that's my source of inspiration. Um, and then my, my circle, like my husband, my friends, like I'm realizing more and more how, um, how blessed I am with my circle because I thought everybody was like my people. And then I realized, no, not everybody. Um, so I have a circle of entrepreneurs, of successful um, business and corporate people, like just leaning into that, I think is something that can pick you up when you're down because it's like, we can relate and we're all kind of going through similar things. Like Katrina, like, I think even though we have a new relationship, I, I feel like I can trust you. I can call you. I can ask you things. And I look at you as successful. So like being able to do that, I feel like is rare. Um, and that's needed in this journey because there will be people that are like, what are you doing? And this is stupid. This sounds crazy. Um, so that's two. And then three would be the greats like James Baldwin, Bell Hooks, um, Nina Simone, Malcolm X, like a lot of them have had journeys to the continent where they have come here and found something and restored. And I feel like I, in my own way, I've followed some of that. So for me, just going back and reading these timeless books, W. Du Bois, I mean, I have them all here. Um, and I think through the pages, you find things that just keep you going. Um, and they knew, like before their time, like, I don't know. It's just like the impact. How can you leave such a huge impact without knowing? And that inspires me. Like, maybe I will do that one day. Um, and they don't have, they didn't have social media. Like, right. <laughs> they went viral. They had their songs, like Nina Simone's songs had to be banned. Like they were, to me, they were just really doing the work. And yeah. I like to be reminded, like when you're committed to the work and the vision, you you will get what you deserve. And so I, I, I like to remind myself of those stories a lot. Yeah, it's almost like the the social media elements have have made it easier, if you will, to get the message or or the vision to to the masses. Um, whereas prior to that, you had to figure out different. You had to figure it out. You're like, yeah, you call, you call, you call. You call. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a blessing and a curse. Like the the good messages are out there, but then you also have a lot of the bad things and the yeah. isolation and the the mental health issues. So right. it's like a twenty two. I think so too. It's we we've both done like the mental health breaks from social media. I'm currently not on TikTok. Yes. I was telling Sarah that like all of the videos for whatever reason that were coming up were like of like things happening on airplanes and like 9-11 and all this stuff. I was literally like starting to live in fear of leaving my house. And I'm like, absolutely not. I cannot. Yeah. I'm like, I cannot algorithm. Yeah. 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 And I do also side note, a different subject that I want to touch on what you said is reminding yourself of your roots. Cause I feel like a lot of times when we talk, I mean, I know even myself or when I hear other people talk about, you know, affirmations, it's more so of just like, I'm strong. It's okay to be vulnerable. Like this too shall pass. And it's like, you know, more so of just like present day reminders, mm -hmm. you know, your mindset and what you're going through. And I actually haven't, I don't, and, and I'm thinking back on previous years, I'm like, I don't think I've ever affirmed myself with like things from my roots, like mm -hmm. my mom, my grandma, 
what what I what fam what type of family I come from, whether it's from the Philippines, whether it's from the US, like I've never incorporated that into my affirmations. And I think that's so powerful that you literally go back to your roots, remind yourself of who and what you come from, mm-hmm. not only characteristics, but also actual experiences. Right. I think that's just it's incredible. Thank you. I have chills because that's fact, right? And it's also personal to us. Like, yes, the the generic affirmations help, but to an extent, because this was like, okay, like I'm strong and then you can add on because of those before me who did did da-da-da. So I write my own, I share my own, like a lot of my viral posts speaking of have been like my written affirmations that people just repost so I usually write them every month for everyone to um retweet repost whatever custom and I'll leave fill in the blanks like you put your own um and one of my famous ones is because I've done x I can do y and whatever those blanks are for you are going to be so empowering like if I put mine it's like okay that's great for her but it's not related to me um so yeah write your own girl I'm I'm getting to it that's something that's I was gonna say that's gonna be one of my like journal day things I do where I'm like huh yes for the weekend I'm about to dig into my (laughs) roots expand my affirmations make them real personal Mm -hmm. because like you said the general ones you're just like oh I'm strong or like I can get through this or I've done this before and it's like like you said it can waver because it's a feeling, right? You're trying to tell yourself right. affirmation of like, okay, you know, let's say you're nervous, you're going in like, I'm strong, I can do this. Yeah. But when you back it up with the why, it's because da da da, and I've, you know, whatever the, that fact is, it doesn't waver. Yeah, it is. It is. That is it. Exactly. And it becomes even more than affirmation at this point. This is a fact of my life, which to me is even more affirming because it's something that I have done or I've achieved or I come from. And then you feel like, well, then that can be repeated. So that's why for me, I'm like, I've done this before. I can do it again. That's a fact. It's not even, it's an affirmation, but it comes from facts. Um, So yeah, those those are some of the things. I mean, I'm not perfect. I get discouraged. I I get like in my own head, but um, I think that's so when when I, huh? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, right, that's good because I'm, I'm like, what, when? <laughs> I've been through a lot. I, I've lived a lot of lives. I've seen a lot, and I think my mom always used to say, like, you were just before your time, and now I'm starting to believe that. So I don't know. Maybe in another life, I've already experienced some things. I feel yeah. like it. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure the story just continues to build. So it's amazing. And your, your journey has been unique to you, of course, um, especially as an entrepreneur, but if there's anyone who wanted to follow, you know, I'm going to say follow along in your footsteps, obviously, you know, they're going to be in their own footsteps, but um, what kind of advice would you give to, to the next generation, if you will? Um, First of all, it's hard work. Like this whole thing of like, I'm going to become a TikToker and, blow up like the fact that the generations think that now like they don't have to work like sorry that's a lottery ticket so for me it's like accepting the fact that you are going to have to work um to an extent like not to death but to an extent um is number one I think that again the vision and just staying focused on your destination but also embracing the journey as you said like is going to look different from for everyone. You're going to reach peaks later or earlier than other people. So like 
kind of enjoying that because when you're at the mountain, you sometimes forget about the valleys. And when mm. you're in the valleys, you forget about what it feels like to be on the mountain. So it's like, don't get so caught up in the temporary because you will be at a mountain peak again and you're going to be in a valley again. Right. Um, so I think it's like, and I'm talking to myself when I say that, it's like, okay, girl, we've been here. It's going to be okay. Um, but yeah, I, I would say, and this is not a popular opinion, but entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, some people are just not cut out for it and that's okay. Like we need people in, in certain disciplines or technical specialized areas or whatever. Like everyone is not put on this earth to do the same thing. And if we were, it would be weird um, and like super boring. and boring. So like, if you're listening to this, like maybe take what you, you know, take what you need and, and leave the rest. Like entrepreneurship might not be for you, but some of these other things to get you through um, life in general, I think entrepreneurship journey and the life journey are, are very similar. So yeah, like don't force it. It might not be for you or it might not be the time for you. Yeah. That's Hopefully. a good I'm like I, sitting here I'm like process. I know digesting. Cause I also, yeah. I think that's a really, really good one too. Cause I think during the pandemic, I think there was a, like a time where everyone was like, Oh, I'm everyone is not, everyone can be an influx. Yes. An entrepreneur. And it's, that is what it is moving forward. And so, I mean, you know, hard truth, like, yeah, it's, it's not for everyone. Yeah. And you can have an entrepreneurial spirit. Like you can be an entrepreneur, like work in companies. Like most of the people on my team, I mean, they're entrepreneurs, but they don't have like their own brands. They're freelance or contract and they're working on different brands and they're specialized area, which is still entrepreneurship. You don't have to have a hundred million followers and be the face and on here motivating people because that might just not be for you on TED Talks and all the things, but you can still kind of create that um, balance of life for yourself with your skills that you that you have without being like the main person um, in charge or like in the in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was a lot hopefully there's gonna be people who are listening to this who are like wait I need her daily like I need to hear this daily for someone like that where can they find you like where can they follow all of that yes um Instagram you know we shot it down but now we're back up here it is (laughs) brown chow Uh, I have a very unique name so you can find it in the description the spelling and everything um, we will be coming out with some form of our own affirmation cards at, at some point in the near future. So stay tuned for that. So you can hear it every day, but in your own way. Um, yeah, find me on the gram, LinkedIn, Jakaya Brown Child, Jakaya Brown Child everywhere, really. Um, the jbtagency.com is the website. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm here. I, you can Google me basically. Like my name is probably one of one. So, uh, <laughs> me a DM and, and we can have a conversation. I don't know what the people need until they tell me what they need. And I feel yeah. like I do a lot. Um, but there's, there's so many questions to be answered. So definitely hit me up. I love it. This was such, I needed this episode to kick off our first I know. Episode on let's get into it my heart is warm and fuzzy right now 
Me too. Yeah. Thank, so you. thank you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. You dropped so many thank gems. Thank you. Yes, this was awesome. And I guess like anyone who's listening, I think it's like you may hear any of our stories and feel like, oh my God, I can never do that. But I think it's just like find the you in it and what mm-hmm. is your unique spin and way and sauce because we're all you know we're all one of one so there's something in there that maybe you haven't found yet but I think like taking moments away I know work is work but it's like be retrospective introspective and like really think about these things because life will will pass and I think that's what happened to me in 20 I know that's what happened to me in 2015 I was just working up the corporate ladder and I never took a break. And one day I just was like, I was actually in church and I was just like, what am I doing? I don't even know who I am. I don't even know what my skill set is. I don't know what my life is. And I had to take time off. I took a year off to travel, um, to just find some sort of something. Um, and I think that a lot, and everyone can't do that. I understand, but whatever that is for you, that will probably unlock whether it's writing a book or, or, or whatever, um, it will unlock something that you probably didn't have time to like pay attention to or see before because you're so caught up in the day-to-day. So don't let the day-to-day take over what could be, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you went on your own like eat, pray, love journey, girl. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> I did that for 20 days and I thought it was life-changing. So I can't imagine a whole year, girl. I am so jealous that I wasn't able to do that. <laughs> But I, I love that. I love that you did that. Yeah. Thank you so much for hanging out yeah. with us. And to everyone that is listening, thank you so much. And we will see you guys next week. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Let's Get Into It. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit letsgetintoitpod.com.